You're listening to the Connect Church podcast featuring the pastoral staff of Connect Church in Tupelo, Mississippi. This podcast delivers biblical truths, hot topic discussions, and encouragement you need on your daily journey to live like Christ. The Human Resources Department requires that I be available. Not sure if the invite cards are nifty, but the mustache is definitely not. He's in charge of our children. What are we doing? I don't. Here are your hosts, Terry Pierce, Andrew Pierce, and Tanner Stahl. Thank you all for being here. Let's get started. Yes, let's get started today here on the podcast. Today is Wednesday, January 19th, 2022, the year of our Lord. As Josh Pate says on the late kick podcast. The week after my birthday. The week after, yes, a week to the day after your birthday. You are now 58, 7? 7, I think. 57? Yeah. I don't do math. <laughs> he doesn't know. Well, you don't care at this point. No. I have one major question. Yes. Before we get into this podcast. Are we eating after this? Yes. See. Okay. I just wanted to know because I'm get like I'm, I'm, I'm Winnie the Pooh. I've got a rumbly in my tumbly. <laughs> Do you need a pot of honey? Yeah, yeah I love. Oh, I love honey. You know, did, I love honey. Did our answers uh, determine how the podcast would go for you uh, if we said no? Or yes, yes. If you'd said no, I probably would have just said, "All right, y'all are on your own. You did my mic, and uh, y'all do your thing." No, but uh, that that's good. That's good. I'm ready to eat. Amen. I'll be hungry. All right. Andrew so. gets to pick though. It's his celebration of uh, December. That's right. I think he said Bulldog Burger. Yes. We'll hit the Bulldog Burger up after okay. this. That'll be our local favorite recommendation today is I Bulldog Burger. I do love burger. the Bulldog Burger. Amen. We're, we're celebrating his December birthday. So yes. I don't know what day it is in December. And you know what? So if you didn't know this, for all the podcast listeners, we try it for the four, I guess, regular staff members that are here throughout the week as we try and have like a birthday. Sorry, Kevin and Kim. Uh, we have like <laughs> a birthday. You guys don't count. <laughs> we, we do like a birthday staff lunch where whoever's birthday it is, they get to pick. And so Taylor's was November, correct? Mm -hmm. Mine was December, but I had COVID. And, you know, it's like four days out of Christmas, so that's fun anyways. But, like, the week we were supposed to go, I had COVID. And then Terry's was last week, so we went out for Terry's. So now we're finally getting to go for mine. And then, Tanner, yours is June, July. June, I know. June. We, don't, we get is, a long dry spell. No, 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 no. I'm making, a, I'm making an executive proposal decision. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Kevin's birthday was January 2nd. Oh, oh. I think January second. It was like right around. I think, I think it's like so. right around the first. You know of what? Year. Today, let's go in honor, not invite him, but in honor of Kevin's <laughs> birthday. We'll go to eat, and then we'll just push mine back to April to you know space it out a little more. I don't know when Kim's birthday is or Colton's birthday. Yeah. So. Oh, that's true, Colton. Colton too. Yeah. yeah. Just gotta keep adding staff members so we can add more birthday lunches. <laughs> That's true. And what? that's a great segue into life's healthy choices. <laughs> Part one. Nicely the done. call to bless. Yeah, see how that was done. Uh, life's healthy choices. And I was just thinking, not for healthy purposes, though, but I was just thinking uh, that uh, the full of bologna burger at Bulldog Burger mm, it is, is it's magical. It is. Full it of bologna. messy. Mm -hmm. And I was just thinking, do I want to get all messy today or do I want to do something a little more simple? So I don't know. We'll have to see when we get there. Do you like that burger because you're full of bologna? I love that burger because it has a, a fried egg on it, and it just oozes all over the <laughs> burger. It's, hey, it, doesn't it? See, now I'm going to get that. Yeah, so, it's yeah, so good. So it's just, yeah, I'm, I'm an easy sucker when it comes to food it's visuals. It's got the, so, the, yeah. the burger patty and then a fried bologna and a fried egg and then all the you know lettuce, tomato, pickles, everything you want to put on it. Sounds like oh, life's healthy choices. Help us all. I'm getting hot. <laughs> getting here hot. comes the meat sweats. Yeah, here they come. I don't even think I've ever tried that one. I've yeah, had. I think you have. Have I? I think okay. you have. 
And because uh, Rebecca would get it too. Whenever I would she get the Bryant, I'd get the and the chicken. Honestly, the chicken sandwich is amazing there yeah. too. So yeah. The um, what's the one that's got the avocado on it? That's the one I get. The Mission. Oh no no no! There's the two. The Lauren. The Lauren. The, the Lauren. The Mission's the one I get because it's got like chorizo and avocado yeah. and stuff on it. The Lauren good. is my regular. That's the one I get the most because it's got avocado. The on Lauren it, so. is my shepherd. I shall yeah. not want. <laughs> <laughs> that is totally blasphemous. <laughs> Speaking of the Mission, uh, you know we have our. Um, I did confirm with Doug about Ooh. our um, Veracruz, Veracruz trip. I'm going to have those applications out this Sunday. Oh, so we Hopefully. are going. Okay. We are going August 4th Mexico. through the 9th. Yep. Nice. So, Veracruz mission trip coming up. Japan is still on the books. Um, the Heath is his name, uh, the lead missionary there in Japan. He said, let's just plan for it. And if it don't happen, it just doesn't happen. But I'd did rather you call plan him Heath? Heath, or? He, 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 he. <laughs> Heath. I, was trying to, I was trying to say he said, and then I was going to say Heath said, and I said he Heath bar. I was going to say, so. it sounds like a Japanese name. Our missionary is he Heath. <laughs> yes. Oh, dear. Which in Japanese, that would be H-I, he. Oh, yeah. are you going H. back to studying your Japanese language? I am. I have, I have refreshed <laughs> my cards. katakana yes. and my hiragana, and I am uh, refreshing all that. Konnichiwa. Konnichiwa. Origama. Tabekte imasu. <laughs> What'd you call me? <laughs> I said the man is eating. And, uh, I think they said. <laughs> That's all you're going to know. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes, yes. Sushi. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> burrito no it's the wrong one anyway uh the so they celebrated like an anniversary this weekend i think at, at hope alive church yeah. in japan so. that's how you write sushi in japanese nice that's a cross and a backwards u or j Six. or something yeah this is supposed to be more of a hook than it is a right there like that so cross and fish and hook yeah. oh jesus uh, fish hey see? sushi uh, <laughs> our, our listeners are really enjoying this segment with the visual <laughs> do i need to do another card trick i don't have my cards with me they're at home so card uh, trick yeah. card I trick I, have, I have learned another one i have learned another one this so. is a part of life healthy choices tanner it's it card is. magic it is hey it uh it keeps us entertained for sure that's true <laughs> all right so terry um mr Wrap it up early on Sunday morning. Wow, I know what happened there. Really, we, we time fi- out. We, we finished. That's getting a little. No, no, no. We gracious. were done. I walked out there at ten ten. That has never happened again. That's not early. That's on time. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, but it in was our still new, technically in, our, in the red. In like, the Connect Church standard, that's early. That is early by Connect, but by <laughs> everyone else's. And the pra- and the praise team was like, man, we got a chance to eat and do breakfast in between the services because we got out of. We had know, a whole seven minutes. <laughs> I was sitting back here reading your uh, sermon, and I mean, you just flew through it, and all of a sudden, you said, "Let's all stand together." I said, "Oh crap!" He said, "Let's, <laughs> stand, let's go." Yeah, I was looking around like uh, my peripheral vision because you know I knew I'd finish the sermon. I was like. You know, <laughs> where's, where's the band? Like Hallie says in the bathroom, I'm done. Uh, yes, yes, I need to do oh that. Gosh. I need to do that. Yes. <sighs> sorry, Amen. I had to get a drink. <laughs> I'm a heavy drinker. We're supposed to keep talking. Yeah, but... you're supposed to keep talking. Oh, well. sorry. Anyways, all right, so Life's Healthy Choices. Um, y'all, so let me go back to this real quick. My Connect group did not meet because we had two uh, two couples out of town. But we met last week when everybody else did not meet, so I didn't feel guilty about not meeting. <laughs> um, anyway, so you guys had a good group this week. We did. A big group, and we then did. you joined. Yeah, we uh, went to the Birmingham's. The Birmingham yes. group. Yes, yeah. our group all had COVID or was um, out of pocket. So, uh, but anyway, so we went to the Birmingham's, and it was really uh, enjoyed their group greatly. So it was good. Good deal. Good deal. And your group was good. You had a good discussion. 
Yeah, we uh, so got we, new families in yours. Yeah, we have like a completely new group except for one couple. They wow. they were with us last semester, but all of them, none of them have ever been in connect groups. None of them ever been in. Um, I don't think this area of discipleship or anything. So we didn't as much. We the only question I asked, but we actually had a good discussion on was what stuck out to you most from the sermon, or what did Terry say? And uh, by far. By far, the number one answer was it's whack-a-mole. I know. Not pop-a-mole. In the first service. <laughs> I did it right. Yeah, first service, he never said pop-a-mole. Oh, my uh-uh. gosh. And then second service, oh, pop-a-mole. Pop-a- <clears throat> Me and Nick were back there going, why is he saying that? It's, I, I, don't, I still don't believe I said it. So. Yeah. Go, all right, well, you need to listen to the podcast, sir. Go to the Sermon Playback it, podcast. In my mind, I said whack-a-mole. But, you said uh, pop-a-mole. I, I said, because I asked a question to our Connect group, and uh. like, so, you know, because basically we just went over, this is what Connect group is. We have a meal. We have a discussion. You like expectations per like just i don't know finding where, where everybody's at and getting to know each other a little bit and so that was the only question i asked and i said well for me i'll go ahead and start this off it's whack-a-mole not pop-a-mole and taylor franks goes yes <laughs> what game was he playing yeah <laughs> like, although he was just poking his face trying to pop his moles up the yeah. uh, although it was pop-a-mole mama-mole baby-mole <laughs> like, yeah in our in the in the connect group discussion with the Birmingham's though it was funny is that how that story resonated though even though i said it wrong i mean everybody related to it it was totally yeah. like they said yeah that we knew is what my you life. meant yes and it was and they totally connected to it because the whole time we discussed it they kept going yes this keeps popping up in my life and so it it did click we knew what you meant but we all were cringing every mm-hmm. time you said it yes so. Yeah, my wife informed me on the way home. <laughs> All right, so uh, tell me, Terry. Uh, the this you know the sermon is called um, "Call to Blessings Part One." Okay, right. So we're anxious for part two, but yes. Tell me the biblical de- definition of poor in spirit. Yeah, we talked about the fact that when you dig into it, uh, you know, and and uh, you know what you had talked about is that we're doing the Beatitudes, so we're going to Matthew five, and yep. so um, I was like, no, there's actually some Beatitudes in Luke, and I've never preached on them either, so that was too valid. But uh, so the the translation in Matthew chapter five is poor in spirit, and Luke just sort of cuts to the chase. And there's a debate scholarship wise whether or not that this is a separate sermon or is Luke just taking there's eight Beatitudes attitudes in Matthew 5. So is Luke just given a synopsis? And I, my answer is, is yes. Uh, he's, we don't know. So, but um, the interesting part is that uh, we call Jesus' Sermon on the Mount in Matthew 5. And in this text, we see in verse 19 that uh, he came out on a plane. And so uh, some Bible scholars call this the Sermon on the Plane. Now, when you say a plane. Yes. Like I, the, the, uh, I was like, he came like, out on a plane. It was Air Force One landed. <laughs> More like Oklahoma, <laughs> more like Oklahoma plane. So the plains. like a meadow, yes, yes, like not a meadows. plateau, but no, like just a a plain valley. Yeah. Yes. Was it a seven forty seven? The Midwest, or? the Midwest. Yes, yes. No rolling hills. Was it by American Airlines or Southwest? It was. <laughs> they couldn't fly because of five G. No. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. I thought I thought Jesus transcends five five G. Well, apparently American Airlines doesn't. Oh, hey, oh. Anyways, mm, I'm not looking forward to <laughs> American Airlines or United Airlines for. Hey. No, Amen. Preach. Anyways, all right. So um, the Bible says God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. So why do you think God opposes the proud? And you have that in quotation marks. What does it mean to humble yourself before God? Well, before we get to that, just I should have chimed in. I missed my cue here, though. I should have oh. said the plane, the yeah. plane. 
Way to go, Tattoo. <laughs> that was really I don't get it. Fantasy yeah. Island. He didn't know yeah, this was that. in the 1970s. So. Well, I, I've only seen it on reruns at Grandpa's house. So. Wait, yeah. was this when you were a 70s, 80s, 90s baby? Yeah, there was a little... <laughs> There was a little midget. Uh, I don't even know his name. Tattoo. Uh, Tattoo was yeah, his name. Little little person. Midget's little person. 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 Sorry. Anyway, <laughs> oh, he was a stinking midget. <laughs> he was legit. So yeah. so. Uh, anyway, uh, and he was he was that was how the show always started. The plane. The plane. Uh, anyway, yeah. uh, so what did you ask so me? Why does <laughs> yeah? Why do you think God opposes the proud? Uh, yes. And so we talked about the fact that our whole struggle with, um, and this is what Jesus was saying, being poor in spirit and or poor is he's talking about the fact that when you're poor, uh, and, and so there's debate, you know, did he mean physical poor? And I think, yes, I think he did talk about that, but he's also talking about humility. And the fact is, is that God can never work in our lives when we're full of ourselves running the show. And we, uh, will really piggyback off of this thought is that we, uh, run into trouble when we make ourselves God of our lives. And so I think that's what Jesus was going for there. The step one for you to become a healthy person is you have to be able to give up control uh, and quit making yourself God of your life. And then the counter to that, and he gives grace to the humble. Right, right, absolutely. Is that we we don't still don't deserve his help and uh, health, but it's totally by grace, not even by us willpowering it or working it out. So tell us, how do we become poor in spirit? And is being poor in spirit? You know, it sounds like a bad term. Right, right, you know, right. Like it sounds negative, in my opinion. Sure. Yeah. So how do we become poor in spirit? And and I as gave, the goal sure, and, and I think it's a good visual uh, that um, that you know you and I both and Andrew have all experienced. Is um, I give the illustration of being in Cuba. Yeah. And watching those folks that uh, are both physically poor and poor in spirit, they represent this text so well. And yet the uh, the most relaxing uh, culture that we've all three ever been around, people that just love the Lord, they have the greatest church services that all three of us have ever been in. And, uh, they're, and they're fairly lengthy. And they're, and they're very lengthy, <laughs> yes. Yeah, our folks would die here in the States. And so if you think I'm long-winded in any way, just the, just the worship, the atmosphere. Um, well, because what else are they going to do? Right. They're well, going to go home and sit. And know? so, but they do, uh, and other cultures are very poor and don't have that, though, is that, you know, the, a lot of the, the uh, other cultures are very poor and miserable and those kind of things. And they just enjoy life and they enjoy life better than we do here in the States with all of our riches and wealth and stuff. And so it's just a great reminder of their hungry for Jesus, which is a great lead into what I'm going to talk to you guys about this Sunday is hungering and thirsting for Jesus as Beatitudes number two. One of the things that I'll probably never forget as long as I live is when I went to Cuba, um, we went with a, a the missionary Pastor Amado and stuff that he basically took us around parts of Havana and parts of Pinar del Rio. And we did like a, a version of door to door evangelism, basically, which we don't do a lot here more anymore in the States. Um, but there in Cuba, you know, it's a little bit more freedom open to do some of that stuff anyways, as far as like, you know, you if you show up at my house unannounced, like you're probably going to be met with a uh, firearm of some sorts, because I just, I don't, I don't, like like people just showing up my door if I don't know they're the coming, but you know anyways. Cuba's well, I know bit what different. I'm doing tomorrow. Yep. <laughs> or am I? I don't know, but you have a nine millimeter in your Facebook. <laughs> oh sure, all talk, all talk. Anyways, um, but I'll never forget it because we um 
We went to this lady's house, and she had a son who was Cuban who made his way, I guess, I don't know how he did it, but made his way to America and uh, was getting his visas and everything else. Well, in the process of like him trying to find happiness and all these things, she was a believer, by the way, Cuban believer, just in Pinar del Rio, not a part of the church that we were ministering with there, but she was a, a born-again Christian. And her son lived here in the States, and while he was trying to make something of himself, got involved in just trying to find happiness in anything, was trying to find it in materials, possessions, all these things, got involved in dealing drugs and was now in jail. And so he would, Amana was translating some of the stuff for us as we were talking to this lady. And she said, you're American, right? Cause I was the only like me and one other girl from uh, the Bible college were the only like American ones. And there was like 10 Cuban people from the seminary with us. And they said, you guys are Americans, right? And very broken English. She said, why are you so unhappy like that? And I was just like, she goes, and I don't just mean happy. I mean, joy. And so she was basically asking like, we have all this stuff at our fingertips. We have our cell phones. We've got access to information. We make tons of money compared to them. We have act like, I mean, they have to beg for rice and beans half the time. And sometimes they go weeks without getting it, you know, where I can go to Sam's and buy whatever the flip I want in a mass quantity amount that's going to last me two months. Like we have so much at our fingertips. And she just said, why are you, why are you guys not joyful? Why, why do Americans not have the joy of the Lord? She said, every American I've met is miserable. And she was right. Like compared to the people that simply when they are poor in spirit and they realize they have everything they need when they have Jesus and truly rely upon that, like that changes everything. They're not trying to fight after so many things. That's why you can go to a four hour long church service and not care that you're starving because you're being filled with the Holy Spirit. Like it was insane. I went, I went, you know, 14 hours without eating at one point. And I eat like every two hours, you know, from a church service. And I literally did not miss it one bit, man. Like it was crazy. And honestly, we need to strive for more of that here in America and in our own personal lives to be poor in spirit to give grace. And honestly, it's that grace that gives, and when you are poor in spirit, that motivates you to change and that motivates you to live this life for him. Yeah. For him, a good contemporary Christian group. I would not call them contemporary (laughs) Christian anymore. (laughs) I said in the nineties. This is such a strange way. That's good. Yeah. To be poor in spirit, I'm going to read over your points here, Terry. Um, To be poor in spirit, I must humbly admit that I need help. Um, you have to admit that you're broken. You must admit it to defeat it, and then it's my pride and fear that keeps me stuck. Yeah. How it, is it? Sorry. How, how is it so hard to let loose of pride and fear when you would think? I mean, pride is one thing, but fear mm, you mm. would think I, I'd be glad to give that up. You know, yeah. like, but we don't. No, we're still dominated by our our desire. It's you know what we gave the the powerful illustration of is Genesis chapter three is that. You know, back to Andrew's point of, you know, what the Cuban girl was asking is that in Genesis chapter 3, Adam and Eve had perfection, mm-hmm. but they still wanted more. They wanted to be in control. And so no matter whether it's fear or whether it's, um, you know, that we have everything, pride is that we, our personalities come into play here. And so whatever your weakness of your personality is, the devil plays on it, whether it's fear, whether it's, you know, that you're going to solve the world's problems or you've got to have something exciting or, you know, or you're pessimistic, whatever your weakness is in your personality, um, it's always about control. You know, you're trying to make yourself happy. And until we, you know, and then the three things that we talked about in the message, until we admit that we're broken, um, you know, all of us are broken. All of us have a sin cursed personality and we constantly have to keep surrendering that to God. And that's the problem is that we don't 
you know, keep coming to him and saying, man, I'm screwed up. And, you know, step two is I have to admit it to defeat it. Um, you know, we keep our little secret sins. It's that pop-up, you know, that's the whack-a-mole. No, the <laughs> get, what? The, the mm. whack-a-mole <laughs> that keeps popping up in our life. And and until we admit that that's a problem, you know, and, and confess that, that's why small groups is such a, you know, a vital part of our life. Uh, my D-, D group on Monday night, uh, that's why you need accountability. That's why you need to be in a connect group is that, you know, we were sharing just me and three other guys about what we struggle with. And it was really good because we were able to get some stuff that, you know, the little secret stuff that's in our lives. And it's so freeing uh, to just admit it. And that's the only way you can defeat it. And we need help with that stuff because we're just full of ourselves. And then we need others to help us see you know what? I'm my willpower, my trying to struggle to get the answers are not going to make this. I need other people to pour into my life with that. And which leads us to the final point of what you were doing is our pride and fear that keeps us stuck is that, man, I'm afraid to change. I'm afraid to give up my personality. And so it's about control. Yeah. And I think, uh, I know personally in my life that, uh, you know, it's not like a pride or fear. It kind of goes hand in hand. You know, for me, maybe this is just my personality, but I like to be in control. And so when I'm, <clears throat> excuse me, when I'm surrendering that control or when I'm not in control is when I feel weak. And so that, and then, and, and I'm afraid of being weak. I'm afraid of not being in control. I'm afraid of not always, you know, I mean, controlling my circumstances, controlling my future, anything, but, <laughs> um, you know, in pride too, is that pride starts to well up because I don't like to be weak. I don't, I don't want to be vulnerable, but like Terry just said in connect groups and in D groups, man, when you confess these things and then you're held accountable to them, that's where the most, most growth happens. We need each other. And you know, I, we see this time and time again, we just can't do it on your own. No, we see this time and time again in D groups and connect groups and stuff and watching people grow. So if you're not involved in that, get involved in that. And I've never been in a, uh, any kind of rehab, um, class or, whatever but you know they always say you hear on tv or whatever the first step is to admit that you mm, have the problem right, right. and that that's probably you know the hardest part for most people yeah um when it comes to our spiritual life as and well. we never get there unless we're in a group though that's the right. problem is is that we just don't do it on our own well you think i don't need that right right yeah. you know, or, I, got, or I, I got too much time yeah. or, you know and, and that's our, and that's our american mentality is is that i'll just pull myself up and there's no such thing as that or i'm just gonna definitely. sit here and air out all my dirty laundry and then hold hands and sing kumbaya like that's yeah. not it <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and what's our currently is our whole our whole country is being dominated. And yes, I'm going to go there. Our whole country is being dominated and, and controlled by fear right now. We're afraid that we're all going to you know get a disease and die and all that. And we we literally will shut ourselves out from the very culture and the very things that we need with God. And it's time we get off our butts and get living again. So That's saying. right. So tune into the sermon playback podcast. <laughs> Check it out on our website, www.triconnect.church. And this Sunday coming up is we're going to tell you how to take the first, the next step. So you admit it, and the next step is is the, the beatitude is how to wrestle with God. Interesting thought. How to wrestle with well, God. God. How to wrestle with yes, God. Yes, yes. Yeah, not just, okay, we're wrestling with God, but this is how we wrestle We're bringing God. Ric Flair and Hulk Hogan in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, what a roundhouse kick to the face when I'm wearing these bad boys. <laughs> You think I'm boss because I go home to Sterling at night? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, you really are weak and vulnerable. Yes. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break and come back with other stuff on the podcast. Have you been looking for a place to call home? 
Need a place that makes you feel welcome and valued while at the same time growing spiritually in Christ and biblical truths? At Connect Church, our mission is all about loving God, loving people, and making disciples. When we gather together, there's a spirit of worship, a spirit of kindness, and a spirit of welcoming to anyone and everyone who's seeking God's will and truth in their lives. We invite you to visit during one of our two Sunday services to discover how Connect Church can help you grow in your relationship with Jesus Christ. Our friendly and spirit-filled worship environment is just the place for you. Visit Connect Church this Sunday during our 9 o'clock or 10.30 a.m. services located at 1650 North Veterans Boulevard in Tupelo, Mississippi. Or you can check out our live stream on our Facebook page or our website at www.triconnect.church. Again, that's www.triconnect.church. We look forward to connecting with you. That's right. We want to connect with you. Daniel Tucker wants to connect with you. So, Unless you're on the interstate and he pulls you over. That's right. Now right, it's a bad so, connection. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, anything uh, big coming up that we need to talk about real quick before we get into our best and the worst? Um, um, I, yeah. ha- I have some big news, apparently. Go ahead. Chipotle is officially opening in Tupelo today. How'd you know that? (laughs) So my wife decided to call me and text me and tell me it's an emergency six times while we're doing this podcast. It is an emergency. Well, I mean, like part of me is really proud because she knows I love Chipotle so much. But then I'm also thinking like, you know, my daughter's, you know, having a seizure or something like horrible. So are we going to go to Bulldog Burger or Chipotle? I mean, I'm a fan of both. I could gladly eat both. (laughs) It's your birthday. It's your birthday. It's your birthday. I don't know. Oh, choices. (laughs) So I I think I told you this already. If I did, stop me. But um, we went to Woody's to eat with with, uh, Mm. Courtney and Jared. uh, Courtney's birthday is the same day as mine. Yeah. I should have went. went. We went to celebrate her birthday, and uh, the McMillans were there, and Kim and Carly were there with us or whatever. And for her present, for Courtney's birthday present, I gave her a dramatic reading of Go shorty, it's your birthday. Yeah, <laughs> nice. I did nice. not make it through the first eight lines before I had to quit because yeah. it was yep. so inappropriate. <laughs> yeah, well, has well. some. Uh, thank you for not doing that. Yes, and, and thank you for not doing that to me. Oh yes, <laughs> I'll find you a different song. Give you a dramatic. Uh, I'm good. Something by Sunny and Cher. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I All got right, you, let's babe. get into our best and the worst of the weekend. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. Wait, 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 wait. Which was it? This is the worst. Oh, yeah. All right, Andrew. What was your best of the week? Oh. Since we, I guess we didn't I podcast last week. Start with you, Tanner. I got to think. I'm not prepared. Shocker. I guess you get two weeks. We get two weeks We didn't best. podcast last week because everybody was sick. So um, I'll give you my best. Yeah. So fr- uh, Friday, I went to Tacos for Life in Little Rock. And nice. um, I ch- gave him my app and I checked in and it was great. And um, when I went to pay, they said, okay, you've got two free tacos, $10 off, and a free cookie on your rewards. Would you, Amen. Like, to, would you like to use that? I said, does a bear poop in the woods? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> so we did that, and I also had a, I had a $50 gift card along with your Christmas gift card. You're welcome. Yes, thank you. <laughs> um, so I didn't even, but I didn't have to use your gift card because my hey. other one covered all of it. So it was 
uh, covered it more than all of it. So, anyways, uh, so I had a great experience at Tacos for Life getting free food. Nice. Well, just, just so you know, this is what you can expect for your birthday and Christmas present every year. I'm down. <laughs> I'm down. He would be happy with that. So mine's related. My best was uh, related to food as well. Uh, and actually it brought it up to mine. So Belen's, uh, this is going to sound terrible, but she's recovering from COVID and she lost her taste again and smell and stuff of all that. So, uh, of course, you know, thankfully I didn't. And so she made homemade pizza last Monday uh, for the national championship game. Georgia won, yes. And then um, uh, what she makes the killer homemade pizza. And then because she gets mad because she can't taste. So I get to eat all of hers. And then for the day of fasting and prayer Sunday, she made uh, roast beef and gravy. She bought two roast and gravy and mashed potatoes and all that. And then the connect group got canceled. So I was in heaven. And then Just she was mad because she could, it up. Yes. <laughs> I had a plate full of gravy, dude. You couldn't hey, even man. see my plate. It was yes. like, and I didn't even feel guilty because. And you I know, hadn't ate all day. That's how it should be. That's how it should that's be. That's how it should be. <laughs> what else do you need in life? Right, Forget exactly discipleship. Right. Yeah. We got pot roast. That's right. Um, I guess I'm going to be that guy for my best. Is I, I really do think my best of the last two weeks was Sunday night's connect group and then Monday's D group. Um, we had, we've got, a, like I said, we got a completely new connect group and just the couples that were in there, I'm excited about having them. Um, by the way, for my previous connect group, anybody <clears throat> listening, they were all state fans. I think every single couple except one is an Ole Miss fan. Hallelujah. They're already saved. <laughs> You're muted. You're done. You're done. We're not doing all that. They, I don't have to evangelize this group. They already know Jesus, so that's amazing too. But uh, no, it's they. Are, I'm excited about what I, you know, I believe the Lord's going to do through this group. And then our D group, I have high school guys in my group, and um, man, it was it was exciting. We actually so. <laughs> I'll give a shout out. Baylor King um, uh, gets his he gets his personality honest from his mother. Um, but usually, once we pass like the sixty minute mark, he's like, "All right, let's go. I want to eat." We Jesus hasn't worked yet, so you know he's not going to. Like that's <laughs> Baylor basically. If we go like after more than an hour, like some of the guys are sharing, he's like, "I don't care that you know horrible your puppy died. Who cares? Let's go eat." Like that's Baylor and stuff. Well, like he was probably the most talkative I've ever heard him in my life. And so, so they was just good um, having them share, be open and. Um, growing in the Lord together. So mine was, I'll be that guy. Mine was this, was Jesus. Well, I've got another best one real quick too, because it made <laughs> me think of, so Mary King uh, called me, I won't mention her <laughs> no, name. No, no, I got one to add to this so, too. So, so, so Mary calls me out Sunday in front of folks at church and says, I've been texting our pastor. She's saying this to Lindsay and Grant and Lee and all these other people around her. Goes, what would you think of a pastor who never returned your calls, had a serious group text, and all of a sudden he pulls out of it and never responds to this whole serious group text. And so right in front of everybody, I said, well, maybe you got my number wrong, Mary. She goes, do not. And she starts calling out my number. And sure enough, she gets to the last number and she says, instead of a zero, she says eight. And I go, it's zero. <laughs> I thought you were going to say she was talking about Andrew. That's pretty spot on. So. That's true. That's true. And so it was hilarious. And Lee was going very silently like, yes. yes. You got her. You got, you got her. her. So then it gets better. Last night, um, Lee, apparently I was at Baylor's basketball game and Mary had I think Mary gave Lee didn't have cash. Mary gave Lee cash for Bristol to get something or whatever, and Lee and Bristol go get stuff. Well, Lee gave the cash back to Mary, and then Bristol wanted something else. And so Lee goes, hey, can I have that cash back from you or whatever to get Bristol something else? She goes, I gave you the cash back. Or so, No, she said, you never gave me the cash back. And Lee's just looking at her like, 
dude, yes, I did. <laughs> Mary like goes into a whole sermon on how she gave the cash back, reaches in her pocket and goes, oh, Oh yes, so, so I love I, it. I, I, you you'll be proud. I ha- did Poor not hesitate Mary. to look at Mary and say, "You got two days in a row Bro, of like being tank. wrong." She goes, "Uh uh-uh. uh." She goes, "I didn't mess up Monday." <laughs> <laughs> so you're welcome, Mary. You are the star of the podcast. Unfortunately, oh, poor Mary. <laughs> it was awesome. Poor Sister Mary Clarence. Oh, goodness. <laughs> All right. Uh, so let me give you my worst of the week. And it actually happened last night. And I had a different worst, but we're going to go with this one. It's really not a... Well, Arkansas won. It's not a bad worst, but it's a, it's a sad worst. Okay. So this is one of those irrelevant stats that no one cares about. But at the same time, it's pretty neat. Okay. So um, the l- longest um, team with a three-point shot made, mm-hmm. UNLV... I don't know when their streak started, but they've made a three-point shot in every game for the last, you know, 35, ah, okay, 35 okay. years. I'm okay? trying to with you now. Oh, wow. Number two is Duke. Okay, they made a, a three-point shot in the game for the last, whatever, 34 yeah. years. Number three was Arkansas. The last time we did not make a three-point shot was in 1989. Shut up. Versus Texas, okay? Last night, we went 0 for 11 from three. No wow. way. No, wow. Luckily, we didn't need them, but I yeah. mean, it's like... It's like the third longest streak in That's the nation. That's a crazy stat. Isn't that a crazy yeah. stat? Was a thousand and ninety-two games, thirty-three years. Which holy cow! Basket. That's which, amazing. Which rubs uh, salt into the wound is that it, the last one was against Texas. Sure. Oh, <laughs> come on, Terry. <laughs> but the last time it happened, Arkansas went to the Final Four that year in nineteen ninety. So yeah. maybe we'll go yeah. to the Final Four this year. I mean, year. it's a good trade-off, yeah. right? <laughs> You can dream. But here's the deal. Like, would you be, would would I have rather been 11 11 from three and lost? No. Yeah, right, I'd rather right. be 0 for 11 and win. So Yeah, but you would have rather have won, had 1 for 11 and win. So. Exactly. It's a sad story. <laughs> but, it's, but at the same time, it's like, well, it, we weren't even number one. It was number three on the list well, anyway. So, but, so your man, you're just you're setting me up today with all these stories. And so my worst of the week was uh, Duke lost last night, which we're okay because your favorite team is still number one. Um, what's the team that you hate the worst? Gonzaga. Gonzaga. They're know. number one again? Yes. <laughs> you so, didn't know. <laughs> I, I have not. Seriously, since Arkansas fell out. <laughs> A couple of weeks ago, it's like oh, Gonzaga's number one. Yeah. They, they're terrible. Oh yeah, it's, it's it's so I'm not worried. Duke's gonna be fine, but but we played Florida State last night, and this is what I did found fascinating. Their front line is seven four, seven one, seven two, and seven foot. They have four guys over seven foot, and that leads. Do they bothered. play in the paint? <laughs> one of them does. <laughs> Only one? No, they, they they actually have a couple down low, but still, yes, to your point, yes, they, they had two. You know how I feel about seven-footers I know. not playing right, in the right, paint, right. okay? <laughs> Arkansas has a little issue with that. So. Uh, <laughs> we've got a big seven-foot-three issue with that. Okay, oh, yeah, that dude's humongous. Yeah. But he stands outside 25 feet from the basket. So. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, all right, that was my worst, the, the three-point streak end. Your worst, yeah, the losing. We lost to seven-footers. Yeah. I guess if we're going to go back two weeks, uh, mine was definitely just being at home with COVID. Um, oh, gosh, I, COVID. He's done. Yeah. I, we're done with him. <laughs> so done with him. Gosh. Was you, does was the you, whole world revolve around COVID? By the way. Were you wearing uh, a mask? T- I had, well, I was going to say I had to fill in for Tanner this past Sunday because he didn't have you a voice. Did, you did. Which was, you know, a little bit of an answered prayer as far as Tanner not having a voice. But the week before, <laughs> Tanner had to fill in for me. So yeah. Right. Well, that, we, we think that might have been part of it. But uh, <laughs> one of my personal favorites was Terry asking Tanner why he wasn't wearing a mask on stage on Sunday. <laughs> but uh, I will my say. My body, my choice yeah. I and then i actually stuff. got the best laugh of all i've ever had as i said well that's quite a choice yeah <laughs> yeah that body is but I, I i felt crappy 
I guess two weeks ago, almost Thursday. Um, and basically that was the only day I had any symptoms, didn't have any, I just had a little bit of a fever and felt like crap. Friday was perfectly fine. I went Saturday to test so I could test negative cause I didn't think I had it in order to preach, you know, so that way Tanner didn't have to lead and preach, tested positive, And I said, for what? <laughs> and she said for COVID and I'm like, I don't have any symptoms. Are you freaking kidding me? So I had to quarantine. Uh, for all those that just still will not come back to church, if you have toddlers, I know for a fact you're a hypocrite because there's no way you can do a live stream and watch or get anything out of with toddlers. <laughs> oh my gosh. If you are not back in person yet or whatever, and you have little kids, I don't, I don't know how you're doing it. I have the same trouble with Belen. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if anybody's a toddler in that house, it's you. It was. It was. Everybody knows that. She don't kept telling me, sit still. <laughs> We should have sent Nora and Terry over to one <laughs> yes. side so me and mom could actually <laughs> sit down something. and watch the service. But Tanner did a good job. Tanner did a great job. By the way, thank you for calling Esther. out Ian and Baylor, by the way. That's every Wednesday. They, I'm very concerned. Yeah. <laughs> they were like on the front row, and I asked Mary about it. I, was, I said, they were like holding hands or whatever. And I walked by and I looked down and I just, you know me, I don't yeah. have a filter. So I, just, well, what? I said, what are y'all doing? Yeah. So like, I, I so legit, Tanner, I had to ask them one time. I'm like, why are you guys always feeling up on each other? Like yeah. they're two guys, they're best friends and everything or whatever. So we know. They but do they, live together. <laughs> they do live together. It's true now. But uh, we said, I said, why are you guys feeling up on each other? And they said, that's their way to squeeze like their leg or something like that. If one of them's falling asleep. So that <laughs> apparently one of them was falling asleep during, um, but Finger, they do it. Fingers were interlocked like a, <laughs> like a romantic couple walking down the beach. Well, then, you know, Baylor, Ian, I tried. You guys need to talk to Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> um, this might be a stupid question. I, there's no such thing as a stupid question. What a stupid question that is. You ask a lot of stupid questions. Can I ask a dumb question? Better than anyone I know. <laughs> Okay, so I um, we couldn't get our act together on when we we're going to podcast, so I didn't uh, <laughs> come with dumb questions. But I do have one dumb question okay. for you, okay? And maybe you guys can come up with a dumb question. Um, do grave diggers always work the graveyard shift? <laughs> He's <Good>. so dumb. <laughs> well, that's the point of the of the segment. You, you so you so dumb. <laughs> well, I'm not gonna lie. Most of the time, they make me think, but that was really dumb. Do, do cemetery workers always work the graveyard shift? I'm, I'm still mm-hmm. impressed, though. Yeah. yeah. That's all I got on what, dumb questions. So. The uh, hey, uh, tell them this Sunday because uh, you know everybody's been struggling, COVID, and you know just Christmas and blahs, and you know we're, everybody was scared of the of the rain Sunday. And blahs, uh, blah, blah. Oh, blah, blah. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, and so uh, tell them you've got a you're excited for the first time in 25 years. The music world has come out with a new worship intro song. Yeah, we're going to do a new song this Sunday, so y'all are probably going to stand there and stare at us like we're idiots. <laughs> but anyways, uh, it's a great song. Come, now is the time That's what to I was tra- work. I was trying to sing that to your mom last night, and she could not get it. So I said, Let's oh, hear how that went. I was like... Mute him, mute him, mute him. <laughs> I was like... Get up, time for worship. <laughs> and she yeah. goes, and I said, it's the most popular intro worship song for 20 years. And she yeah. goes, I don't think that's it. And just, like, <laughs> just so all of our listeners know, that is not the song we're leading off with this Yes, Sunday. right, right. No, we're leading off with a new song from Chris McClarney called It's Time to Worship. If you, let me see if I get the words right. If you have a breath, how's it go? If you have breath in your lungs it, or something like that. Yeah, breath in your lungs and a beat in your chest. Stand up. It's time to worship. No, I Amen. Like that. Yeah. 
So, anyways, that's you uh, know I'm not going to get that. So right. Tanner's going to yell him, "Get your butts up!" <laughs> <laughs> Put a smile on your face and pretend you're enjoying to be here. So if you've got a bead in your chest and you're what? <laughs> oh gosh! If there's still breath in your oh, lungs breath. and a bead in your chest, it's time to worship. Oh, it's so good! It's such a good song. I'm excited. And man. they're probably going to, like I said, first time hearing it. I get it. You know? I'm going to stand up and sing with you. Too. Okay, good, yeah. good deal, good deal. All right, anyway, thanks for listening to the podcast today. Y'all have a great day and a great week and we will see you next week lord willing peace backyard burger bulldog burger chipotle